You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And you're, you're getting into podcast mode here. I see you're um, <laughs> putting your hair up. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I cannot podcast with my hair in my face. No, I cannot. <laughs> There's so little of it now. I know. Had a big, I, ad, big adventure this weekend. You did. You were, you were very brave and decided. So, in remember yesterday, I lied to you yesterday because oh. remember when... I said I hadn't had my hair cut since Charleston, like the first time in Charleston. Yes. Do you remember you dragged me to that salon in Virginia? Oh, yeah. So I got my hair cut in between then. I was thinking, I couldn't sleep last night. I know, <laughs> Those I, were the things I was thinking. I was like, I lied to you today. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, though, because I mean. It had been a while. So had, the last time I had my hair cut was when our hairdresser came to your mom's house. Yep. And cut all of our hair. Right at the kind of beginning of quarantine. Right, yes. And so I had been since. That was April. May. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. been a while. <laughs> it has. And he was like, you haven't had your hair cut since I cut it? I, like, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> but to be fair, too, like, Caitlin's hair is very thin. Yeah. And it's very fine. So, theoretically, you can go that long without getting, you know, and like a haircut. sometimes cut my own hair. Oh, my God. Every hairdresser <laughs> just, like, cringed wherever they are. It's okay. Well, it's all Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you are guilty of cutting your own hair. Yeah. It's the difference between your hair and mine is mine is incredibly thick, incredibly curly, and... You could never cut your own hair. I, I would, like, butcher it if yeah. I tried to do that myself, <laughs> so it has to be done every couple weeks. Yes. Um, but yeah, we got haircuts on Friday. That was good. Yeah. Feeling fresh. Feeling fresh. Having a hard time putting my hair up in a bun now, though. I know. Because I chopped off... Like eight inches, he said. It was so, a lot. It was a lot. It's still below my shoulders. I said nothing above my shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I didn't realize my hair was that long. I guess I didn't realize how long it was either until you were in the chair and I was like sitting behind you. Yeah. And I could see him taking it off and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. This morning I made a bad mistake. I was like pumping the shampoo in my hand and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Way too much shampoo. I was like, well, I don't need that much anymore. Well, we're going to save on shampoo usage now with your it's hair being shorter. So that's it's true. Good. Yep. Yeah, so, we've had a, a good little long weekend. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, so you took Friday off. I did. And part of that was the haircut extravaganza and mm-hmm. then went and had lunch and just mm-hmm. did a bunch of fun little things. Yeah. Yesterday we did the Charleston Museum. That yes. was fun. Yep, that was on our story. If you saw it, um, we were thinking of things to do, and I feel like we drive past it every time we go downtown. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I went years and years ago. I mean, God, I was maybe in middle school, so a long time ago. And it was not as nice as it looks. The old Charleston yeah, Museum. I was about to say it was looking a little <laughs> back in the day. So they redid it. Yeah, I had never been. I've driven past it a million times, but yeah, you know, never gone. And it was inexpensive and. I mean, we were the first ones there. It was We literally mm-hmm. had the entire museum to ourselves, so that was yeah. really nice. It's yeah. America's first museum, fun fact. It is, and um, cool as shit, you walk in and there is a literal whale skeleton hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And there's apparently a whale that rolled into Charleston. Never knew that. Nope. It was crazy. It was huge. It was huge. It, like... And I will say, too, the other, like, models that you'll see in there are just so gigantic. It's... Yep. Kind of awe-inspiring. Yeah. Like that giant 15-foot sloth that was rolling around Charleston at one point. I know. I was like, you will be very upset, giant sloth, to see what your descendants look like today. Because <laughs> now they're just cute and slow. Did you know that sloths poop like once a week? 
Really? Yeah. You need some fiber up in that diet. I know. <laughs> They're eating a lot of leaves. You'd think all that roughage. <laughs> you would think. That was Dr. Doolittle up in Massachusetts was mm. full of fun facts of animals. And yeah. one of them was sloths pooping like once a week. I've like always wanted to hold a sloth, like pet a sloth or hold mm. one, but they kind of freak me out a, a little, little bit. They're like nails. Yeah, they're like really long nails that yeah. like curve. I don't know. It's bad. I, I almost quoted a Megan Thee Stallion, and I'm going to refrain from that. That's probably wise. We can't put too explicit warnings on the show. I like a sloth with a little bit of curve. Oh Caitlin's been on a Megan kick. I love her. I know. I do, too. I literally love her. I do, too. I'm a fan. Did you tell me the other day that snakes fart? They do. <laughs> so random, but it came across my for you page, and I don't know why on TikTok because I, I mean, no, we hate snakes. I hate snakes. I do not want to see a snake. I like literally even looking at snakes really freaks me out. Me too. Like I get really anxious, mm-hmm. and I just I don't like to think about it. If it ain't got legs, it needs to go back to hell. Yeah. Because like <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. Snakes freak me out. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't like them at all. No. I still have, like, PTSD from the... I don't even go out there anymore. Yeah, I won't even go on the back deck after Mm-mm. seeing the snake. Mm-mm. And it's, like, 30 degrees out, so, like, I know they're, like, sleeping somewhere, but I've got the broom out there, and I'm whacking everything. Like You don't know I'm out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to get snake repellent this summer. Yes, we absolutely are. Yeah. But there was one TikTok where apparently, like, a snake farted, and it, like, puffed up. <laughs> it was, like, very quick, and I was like... What am I watching? Like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> so in case you didn't know, snakes fart. <laughs> There's your fact. There's your fun fact of the day. <laughs> Not ghost related. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. What let's, else is there? Let's see. Um, I survived my first week completely by myself at work. You did? Like a boss? Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I'm just like waiting for something to be like, what were you doing? (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're doing great. And I think your office uh, believes in you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Office queen. You know, what did your dad call me? Head motherfucker in charge. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Those are strong words coming from Papa Ghoul. Yeah, from a very uh, quietly spoken man. (laughs) He's not usually (laughs) used language that strong. Yeah. So, um, not a whole bunch. I think still reeling after watching all this stuff go down in DC this past week. It's wild. Whew. 2021. I'm like, I'm a little scared to see what else is coming. Did you see, you know, you've seen it. It's like 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, hate to tell you in 2022, like 2020 part two, 2022. Like, oh no. No, no, no. Buckle up. Oh my God. I kind of felt that way this past week. So Yeah. yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, trying to think. I don't think there's a ton else going on right now for us. I don't think so either. Just back to work tomorrow. Just back to the game. Patriots aren't in the playoffs, so. Yeah, Caitlin I'm going for the Bills. Lost. Yeah, she's decided she's going to be a Bills fan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. And their game's on today, correct? No, they played yesterday, goofball. Oh, I thought their game's both days. Or there are it? games both days. What, the Bills don't play today? I know. I wasn't saying the Bills. I oh. just meant, like, games in general. Yes, there is football on today. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and you're planning to make a southern feast today, am I right? I am. I think we've talked about it before. I have a jelly belly. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if someone do. starts talking about something... Caitlin has to have it. Like, I'm just like, oh, that sounds really good. So, every Sunday morning, I call my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about making ribs. And she always made the best ribs. She has the craziest recipes. <laughs> she really does. This woman is on one. 
And Celeste is always like, that sounds weird and terrifying. And then literally she falls in love. She's like, I don't know how it works, but like, it just works. She just uses her like intuition and just pours a bunch of shit in a bowl. And yeah. Pretty much. Delicious. Yep. So she made these like really good, like, I would say like Chinese baby back ribs. Yeah. Every once in a while growing up. Okay. And I was just like, I think I'm going to go make those. So I hopped in the car this morning and went and got all my stuff. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, what goes good with ribs? And I was like, southern mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, yes. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. That's going to be good. It's been a while since we've had mac and cheese, so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm making pretty good mac and cheese. Are you doing, like, your homemade mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You make a sick mac and cheese. I do. And I think I'm going to slow cook the ribs on the grill. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, it's a nice day for it. it. I mean, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Don't really have football to focus on, so I can focus on other things. Fair enough. And photos will follow of this, her newest creation, as we always do. If it comes out pretty. I know. I really got to make, uh, we really got to make you a Caitlin Cook's Insta. Yeah. Gabby said she was going to do it. She failed. And failed. never did. Though she did pass her board, so oh, congratulations, yes. Gabby Ghoul. Yes. Because that's like math I don't even think is math. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. I like looked at one thing in one of her textbooks one time, and I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> I'm like, listen, this bitch was taking like count 12, and I could not figure out how to make a histogram nope. in Excel. <laughs> so. I can tell you what a circumference is. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. I know what a hypotenuse is. <laughs> there we go. I don't. It's the long, I'm going to say this wrong, sorry, Alicia. It's like the uh, side of the triangle that is opposite the right angle. Oh, okay. The long yes. line. Yep. I think, right, Alicia? <laughs> Trigonometry coming <laughs> in hot. <laughs> but basically, Gabby's smart and badass, and she passed her board, so yeah. congrats. Yes, good job. Yeah. All right. Have we? Yeah, we're at our 10-minute oh, ramble. Oh, dear. 10-minute <laughs> rambling. Okay. All right. Do you want to talk about what we're talking about? Well, I think we just did a old-fashioned, just haunted places. Mm-hmm. You, again, I think went with one of our top places to listen. Yep, I did. And I just Googled, as I always do. But I, I stuck around again. I've been in, like, a, a Charleston kind of mood the last couple of weeks. I, yeah. I, I, you know? You found some interesting stuff. Yeah, some things that you've never heard no. of, which I was very surprised. So, yeah, I'm excited. Well, do you... So how many do you have? Two. Two? Okay. I have two as well. Okay. Do you want to go first? Go to rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Whoever wins goes first. Okay. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, I got you. You go first. Okay. So, you want to receive. <laughs> I would like to receive. <laughs> um, a fun fact. Celeste, my dad is terrified of Celeste. And <laughs> I'm like trying to remember what story this has to be. Admiral. Oh, oh, okay. And like, like <laughs> one time he was just being a total dope and Celeste like just said like stop doing that and he like is terrified of her. Anyways, <laughs> and he's like six foot six, like he's a giant dude. Yeah. And he started calling Celeste the Admiral. And so when I saw Admiral's house, I had to pick oh, it. Oh, so okay. That's kind of why I picked this. That's cute. One. Yeah. That's a cute story. So anytime he's like, hey, where's the Admiral at? <laughs> That is my nickname. You are forever the Admiral. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> um, so I did do the Admiral's house, and okay. this is at the Old Navy Base in North Charleston, South okay. Carolina. Yep. I know where this is. Um, and it housed the commandant of the Charleston Navy Yard. So, like, the Fair big enough. wig. Yep. Um, so these houses that they built on the Navy Yard, 
they were for high-ranking officers. And they usually sat on big plots of land and usually on a hill. Okay. Well, you've been to Charleston. Not many hills. Not many hills. Pretty flat. (laughs) But this house does sit on a bit of a hill, and it kind of overlooks other houses that were... Um, houses for lower-ranking officers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's pretty like it's stately looking. I think was the only word that I could. Um, well, they were usually really nice houses. Yeah. Um, oh, for oh, yeah. Higher ups. Yeah. And it's huge, mm-hmm. but it just like it just it's, it's commanding. It makes a statement. Yes. 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 It does. I'm like I got my hands on my hips. <laughs> like everybody. She's trying to look very commanding. <laughs> Um, fun fact that there was a flagpole that has been flying a flag since 1943. Oh, wow. And the, the flagpole is still up today. Okay. Um, and there used to be a big anchor at the end of the driveway, but that disappeared. Okay. Um, a while back. Um, so fun fact that this house was built on what used to be the Shakora Park. Um, had never heard of it before. Um, a man named, or two men, John and Frederick Olmsted, uh, were the designers. Okay. Does that name strike any chords? Probably doesn't. No. Um, They were the children of Frederick Olmsted Sr., and he was the designer of New York's Central Park. Oh, that's cool. So his sons designed the park that this house sits on. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Just thought it was a little fun. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, So this house is massive, anyway. Mm -hmm. It's 7,400 square feet. Ooh. She big. Oh, that must have been a bitch to clean. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so, like I said, it's huge. It's kind of Victorian, southern, stately, just it's white, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they had many quarters and wings and just secret little passages. Yeah. And, you know, it was just kind of a typical older house. Sure. Um, and it was built in 1905. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. I think you did. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Um, yeah. So she old. Mm-hmm. And so they had kind of extended more wings, and then they decided, like, let's put, like, other little pieces of the house outside, like, not connected to the house. Sure. Okay. So around it. Yeah. So there was one weird, I guess, room mm-hmm. that they added um, that was a rectangular building, but had no windows. Oh. And they called it the Dead House. Oh, that doesn't sound good. No. Okay. Um, so it is believed that they stored dead bodies in this building before they were buried. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, so the house was renovated a lot uh, before it closed in 1996. Okay. And from 1996, there was no power to the house. No, it just kind of started falling. But they moved the naval yard. Yes. So that closed down in 1996. Yeah. The house remained empty, Mm -hmm. and no electricity, no buddy went in or out of the house. Sure. So just keep that in mind. Um, But renovations did begin again in 2019. Year (laughs) 20,000. It's felt like that. 2020 felt like 20,000 years. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) Um, Renovations began again in 2019. Okay. Um, And it is being made into a bed and breakfast. Oh, interesting. What I could find is it is almost finished or is finished. Okay. I'm going to ride by this sometime. Yeah. Can you go see it? I think so, yeah. Okay. So it's been renovated. Mm. Um, so it's it looks a little bit different mm. than it did. Yeah. Um, but so there really isn't anything crazy or weird that happened in this house. Okay. Um, other than the only thing I found was the dead house. And that's yeah. only believed to have held dead bodies. There's no, okay, like, like that morgue. is exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, so... 
it was crazy to me to see that it was in the top 10 of South Carolina's most haunted places. Yeah, that's interesting. So I'm like, is it just because of maybe holding dead people? Is mm-hmm. it just because it's Charleston and yeah. everything is haunted? Yeah, that ain't wrong. Is it- <laughs> Um, so what happens here a lot, okay? Okay. It, like I said, from 1996 was empty, but it kind of gained notoriety for being haunted. People would, you know, it's creepy looking. It was starting to, you know, kind of fall apart. Yeah. Um, so uh, some investigators had snuck in, which you're not supposed to do. They had mm-hmm. no trespassing, but they trespassed. And a lot of them had, like, a lot of cold spots. They were just like, mm-hmm. oh, and then, you know, South Carolina. Okay. That's not... Common. No, it's rarely <laughs> cold. Um, and one guy said that he he would go room to room, and as soon as he would go to another room, mm-hmm. he would hear whispering, like, in a different room, and he'd go to the room that he heard it in. It's kind of always tricking you. Yeah. Okay. And so that was creepy. Yeah. And then neighbors had complained about people coming in and out of the house, so they started really circling around and making sure, like, people were not... Trespassing. Right. Yeah. Um, and so one time they had called the police and they said they had seen a couple people just staring out the windows mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the police came and swept the whole house and mm-hmm. there was nobody in there. Oh, I don't like that. Mm-mm-mm. So another creepy thing is remember that I said it was empty Yeah. and they had no electricity. Obviously there's no electricity. Sure. It's falling apart. Yeah. Uh, there was one night that only the top floor, there were lights flickering from the top floor of the house. Yeah, that's a little scary. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just kind of creepy, and now it's going to be a bed and breakfast, so I'd be interested to see if, with all the renovations, if that's kind of sparked anything or, you know, if there's going to be hot spots. I'd love to go stay there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I looked it up, and I, I, you know, my very quick Google searched. <laughs> yeah. Did not find that it had been finished, but it okay. was being renovated. Yes. Interesting. I'm Googling now. Okay. Yeah. I would be interested to see what it looks like and stay there. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Any luck? Keep talking. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to move on to mine while you're Googling? Yeah. So it looks like it's renovated. Hope to finish construction by February 2020. Oh. And have the design elements in place by June or July. So it's probably just being finished, I if I say. had to guess. Because we've renovated before, and that it's never on time. <laughs> Go ahead and double it. Like, I don't think it's open yet, but I think it is going to open. Is it Interesting. Do we know the name of it? Like, have I they... think it's still the Admiral's House. Oh, okay. I'm going to do some Googling on my own. I'm curious. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a lot of snot right now. <laughs> like, I've been sneezing, and it's right. not not the Rona, not the Rona, just a cold. I think it's no, I don't think it's. I think it's like allergies or something. Mm. Sometimes Kitty, I think I'm allergic to Kitty. Sometimes, yeah, when I smother her and love on her, <laughs> it just goes right up the nose. It does. All right, so that's the Admiral's house. Yeah, that's a good one, and I do want to go see that. Yeah, put it on my list. Yeah, see how far away it is. All right, continue on. Okay. So, um, for mine, as Caitlin mentioned, I decided to take a look at our listener stats, which we do periodically. And um, for our top uh, state listeners, Texas right now is our number one. So, thank you, Texas. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> and we've talked about this before. I've never been to Texas. I don't think you have either. Have you? Mm-mm. I'd love to go, though. After reading about these places, 
Texas be haunted. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, for Hella sure. haunted. Yeah. I always think of, um, we have Kate, one of our listeners, is mm-hmm. from Galveston. Yeah, Galveston was, it was that, wild. It was one of my favorite episodes that we've yeah, done. Yeah, because there's just so much there. It really is. It's crazy. And as big as... She always sends, like, cute pictures. and She does. Yeah, it looks like a really cute... It's an island, right? Yes. Yes. It's very cute. Yeah, it really is. And as big as Texas is, I'm like, that's a lot of room for ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got a lot of them. There Everything's bigger in Texas, <laughs> hauntings included. Yep, for sure. Um, so for my first one, we're going to Austin, Texas, which okay. I've heard great things about. I know a few people who live in Austin. They loved it. Um, and in Austin, we're going to the Driscoll Hotel. Okay. Love me a haunted hotel. And this one's real haunted. Oh, yeah. So to give you a little background, um, it was opened in 1886 by Colonel Jesse Driscoll. um, And he had made all of his money as a cattle baron. So dude had a lot of money, decided to invest and develop the hotel. Uh, The hotel itself has four stories and two front porches on it. Um, It's really beautiful if you look it up. Um, and it was modeled to be to look similar to the Ames building in Boston. Okay. Yeah. Which I found interesting that we lived in Massachusetts. Yeah. So if you Google the two pictures side by side, you definitely see that they kind of are meant to be like sister buildings. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's kind of like pink. It's light colored. It's kind of like, like I said, it's like a pink and marble mm-hmm. kind of theme. I feel like that's a very Southern color. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much. Um, and when the hotel opened, it pretty quickly started changing owners, um, because it had a hard time making its financial goals. Okay. So you're kind of seeing this already pattern of being passed from person to person to person. Um, and because of that, there's been a lot that happened in the hotel and I'll just go straight to the hauntings cause there's a lot of them. Lego. Okay. So the first ghostie we got running around in there is, uh, Colonel Driscoll himself. Time out. Yes. Was there anything crazy that happened there? Um, yes and no. Okay, so I didn't know. I mean, that was pretty quick to jump into the haunting, so I was yeah. expecting, like, some murders or, like, yeah. something happening. So there aren't really, or at least when I did the research, like, mm-hmm. any major events. Okay. Um, there's a few interesting kind of things about it, and there's a few, um, like, isolated incidents okay. that have led to some hauntings. I'm going to let you go. And they all kind of seem to be, like, separate from one another, which I found to be kind okay. of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing to know about Driscoll was that the money that he used to found or you know, fund and develop the hotel, um, I said he was a cattle baron, and that was true. However, he made his money by selling cattle to the Confederate Army. Okay. Obviously, this is in Civil War times, um, a very bloody, a very vicious war in the U.S. And um, because of it, it's thought that this money was essentially like blood money. Okay. Because it led to a lot of death. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's thought that because it was used to develop the hotel, it kind of left somewhat of like a psychic stain. Okay. And this immediately gave me like Winchester vibes. Yep. That was the first thing my, my mind jumped to. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, the Winchester family developed the Remington yeah. rifle, I believe, that killed a lot of people in the Civil War. Yeah. Um, so you've kind of got this to build the foundation for all the hauntings that go on here. Um But like I said, Colonel Driscoll had a lot of money. He didn't necessarily keep all that money his entire life. He ended up going broke towards the end of his life. Oh, okay. um, Having a good time from what I could read. He uh, drank, gambled, uh, (laughs) you know, met a lot of women in the process, (laughs) and basically spent all of his money. Not here for a long time, just here for a good time. He was here for a good time. (laughs) Uh, So he kind of died pretty much penniless, and he is thought to still frequent his hotel. Okay. Um, one of his favorite rooms in the hotel is one, and I could not find a room number on this, 
but it overlooks uh, 6th Street and Brazos Street. And it said that there was a, I think, a business consultant that was staying in that room. And he woke up in the middle of the night and he saw a man in his room looking out the window kind of onto these two streets. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, asked like, hey, what the hell are you doing? And he turned to look at this guy and vanished. And all that was left was a puff of cigar smoke. Ooh. So it's thought that he likes that room so much that you may see him. Yeah. And you will smell cigar smoke when he's nearby. Gross, but okay. Yeah, I know. Right. So. I don't think there's anything worse. I don't like cigarettes. Smell like the smell of cigarettes. And I don't like the smell, I think, especially of cigars. Mm-hmm. I don't... I think we talked about this earlier. We have. And, you know, um, I never... I, I don't... Neither of us smoke. But mm-hmm. I, I never, like, enjoyed the sensation of smoking mm-hmm. like as a kid everyone tries you know yeah. smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. and I, I honestly it just made me throw up so <laughs> it did not last long and I don't like cigars either so I'm no. just like oh when I lived with my brother yeah if we were like drinking mm-hmm. I'd be like let me have a puff of your cigarette but I could I would never be able to smoke a whole one yeah I'd be like one or two and like it kind of made my head like woo. yeah it just, just like oh, God, it just makes my lungs like feel like they're on fire <laughs> like yeah. You know, not hate. Whatever you do is what you do. But, yeah, I um, mean, there's a ton of people. I know a lot of people that smoke. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fine. But ain't for me. <laughs> it's not for me. Nope. Ain't for me. Um, so, yeah, you may if you stay in that specific room. And, I'm like, I'm curious why you could I couldn't find the uh, room number itself. Mm-hmm. If someone knows this, please let me know. Well, so I looked. I mean, I've done a lot of research, and we've done a lot of hotels before. Yep. And a lot of times the hotel doesn't want to give the room number. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they try to not... Say it's like it's not haunted. You don't want like yeah. Some some places do. Some mm-hmm. places like thrive off from that. And hey, it is haunted. And some yeah. places are like no. So if there's no room number. It's not like you can be like oh I want to stay there right or I don't want to stay in that room. Or, yeah, fair enough. And I feel like Charleston is one of those unique places that straight up owns its ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Like um, we've talked about it before. I think it's the Battery Carriage Inn. Mm-hmm. It's on the Battery. And that's where the torso, the floating torso ghost mm-hmm. is. I talked about this, like, way, way back. Yeah. And straight up, if you stay in that room, they're like, listen, like, <laughs> you going to get the shit scared out of you. Just yeah. FYI. Just heads up. But, yeah, I could see your, your point. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't got one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see them, like, not wanting to draw, I guess, attention to that right. specific room. So, I, I, I guess now I understand that a mm-hmm. bit more than I did. Um, so, Driscoll is only one of the ghosties, as I said. Okay. In the 1990s, a bride checked into the hotel, and it's, you know, you're thinking, like, oh, that's exciting. She just Mm -hmm. got married. Well, it wasn't that exciting for her because she had just been left at the altar by her fiancé. Ouch. Yeah. So she checked in for three days in the hotel, um, and trigger warning, this does mention suicide. She, She didn't check out? No. She spent three days in the hotel. She spent all her money. And on the third day, she completed suicide by gunshot in one of the rooms. Okay. So it's thought that people will hear her hauling her bags up and down the halls, her luggage. They'll hear a woman um, kind of either like he- like hauling really heavy things up and down the stairs or down the halls. I don't, again, did not find a specific room where that occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's thought that her spirit still okay. inhabits the hotel as well. Interesting. Another ghost that's there is a child. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> there, I literally have two more. So, like, I told you, there is a lot going on in this hotel. Yeah. And it's huge. If you look at this place, it is massive. So, there's plenty of room for them all. Okay. Um, a child was uh, said to have fallen to their death when playing on the stairs with mm. a ball. And this place has been investigated by ghost hunters. And EVPs have picked up giggling and balls, like a ball bouncing oh. near this specific staircase. Yeah. So... Yikes. Yep. That's sad. 
And finally, <laughs> you know I love me a haunted painting, and we got yes. one. Those are my favorite. I think yes. we should do another episode on like haunted, haunted objects. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do mm-hmm. that next week. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. It's funny because we I talked about a haunted painting. I think last week when I was mm-hmm. talking about Hyde Hall. Mm-hmm. So this one is on the fifth floor of the hotel, and it's a, a portrait of a girl, a young girl, and it's creepy as fuck looking. Just FYI. Um, she, it's not known who exactly she is. Mm-hmm. She's thought to be the daughter of a U.S. Senator who the daughter died at the hotel, supposedly. Okay. Again, not a ton of facts to back that up. Um, whoever painted it had something going with it because people, when they see the painting, aren't able to stare at it for very long without feeling incredibly sick oh. or uncomfortable. And a lot of times after someone, like, you know, spends a few minutes looking at the painting, they feel like they're continually being followed or they're being watched until they leave the hotel. So something very just, like, ominous. But stays in the hotel. Yes. Okay. And again, and we'll say it, I'll say it till my last breath, a little ghost girl is rarely a little ghost girl. (laughs) So I don't think it's her, my personal opinion. Is it a picture of, like, a little girl? Yes. She's, like, a really young child. She's got, like, curly blonde hair. Mm. She, like, looks quite cute in the photo or in the portrait, but there's just... She's that cute. Yeah, and I just... I feel like a lot of times children are a really good cover for darker things yeah. to Well, because you were going to... That whole... When you were talking about the kid falling down the stairs, like, oh, that's sad. Like, when mm-hmm. you feel like it's a obviously a passed-away child, too, you're just yeah. like, oh, that's horrible. And I feel like here, too, it's a perfect place for, like, darker things to kind of come in because, mm-hmm. A, we see this really bad start with using money that was given to fund the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. Um and you're kind of laying the foundation for hauntings. But a lot of people think that the hotel itself is a portal because of this. Oh. That there's so much psychic energy that is so negative mm-hmm. that it's letting things through. And I think, you know, whatever darker forces are, see a painting of a, a sweet girl and they say, like, great. Yeah. <laughs> I can haunt that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Interesting. A lot going on in that hotel. Jeez. Yep. That was a good one. Yeah, it was interesting. And there's a lot more. You could find a lot more on this if you Google it. I'm sure. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. Can we time out for a minute? What's wrong? Where Where are all our animals? Well, Dennis is upstairs because he can't be trusted. Well, yeah. But, like... I'm assuming the cats are up there, too. Nine times out of ten. I don't think we've ever had a podcast where someone is not... You say that and they're all come right down. I know. I know. Maybe they've, like, settled down for their naps. This <laughs> <laughs> is mom, mom's quiet time. <laughs> exactly. Can we also talk about that today? Mishka is an asshole. I mean, we all know We've that. Said that. Everybody before. knows that on this podcast. That's a generally accepted <laughs> fact, yes. So Mishka has a very small urethra, so he has to have this very special food yeah. that costs a lot of money. Yeah. And so Kitty, the other cat, will eat... Buffalo wings off her plate. She like, eat plain nachos. She, she, put it in front of, she don't <laughs> Kitty care. doesn't give a shit what she eats. But Kitty loves the little, like, Friskies treats. Oh, so, yeah. like, the crinkly bag. And Mishka... Has like, decided he loves them. Poor cat. Like, can't have them. Right. But, like, wants them so bad. So, like, we've given him, like, one or two. So, they do make the special treats. But, of course, the special treats are super expensive. Yep. So, we have tricked this dumbass cat... <laughs> We've just put his food in this treat bag. In the treat bag, and like he goes apeshit. None the wiser. <laughs> he literally was upstairs because their food bag is upstairs in the office. Watched me take a cup, fill it up, bring it downstairs, dump it in the bag, and then put <laughs> it on the floor. And he's like, "Oh, okay, Gail. Follow us for more parenting tips." <laughs> 
This is the same cat, mind you, that insists that his water come out of the fridge. <laughs> so literally, if you go to the sink and fill up the bowl and stick it under like where the water dispenser is and pretend like you're filling it up, <laughs> nothing. Like, it's fine. He'll drink it. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, I swear. I's high-maintenance cat, Gil. <laughs> he is. And I will say that his condition um, is very common with male cats. Yeah. It sounds like they build up crystals in their urine that can get clogged and cause a lot of drama. So I'm not he taking that chance. very dramatic. <laughs> Mishka has always been very dramatic his entire <laughs> existence. All I heard the other night was you just, like, cursing him, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the night. And I was like, what did he do? Because I sleep with earplugs in, so I don't hear a lot. Mm-hmm. And... I just hear you go downstairs, and I'm like, what in the world? And you're like, Mishka just sat right next to my face, hollering in my mm-hmm. face because his food bowl was empty. He did, because this cat has figured out that you wear earplugs, so <laughs> you won't hear him. So first he got on his back legs beside the bed, and like, mind you, our bed is pretty tall, but Mishka's a very, very long cat. He's Maine Coon. Mm-hmm. And he can stand all the way up and reach the top of the bed. So it first started with him pawing me. And I didn't feel that. And then he jumped in the bed. And then he literally stuck his face down where my face was and started howling like he was on fire. Get up! (laughs) Literally. We'll have to find that video. We'll post it this week. I I think we said we were going to post it before, but... Of that night, him, like, literally howling. And, like, this is literally what he does. I mean, it's a howl. It's like a yodel. (laughs) Like, he yodels, I swear to God. We will have to put that up because it's it's pretty impressive. It really is. Jackass. Well, hopefully they don't come down. I know. It's just, it's weird. I know. I'm like, it's, it's too quiet. It's going to be weird when I don't want to talk about them like dying, I know, but I can't like, could you imagine this being like our life all the time? Like it's too quiet. Yeah. Like I kind of miss, I like, they, I holler at them all the time, but I'm like, oh, come down. <laughs> I know. But like, wait till we're done recording, please. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Kind of got sidetracked there. I was just missing them. I know. Sometimes you got to be on full alert and you're like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. It's too quiet up there. I feel like that's what parenting is like. You're just like, it's too quiet. You never want silence if you're a parent. (laughs) I'd imagine not. If they're not sleeping. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Also, another fun fact (laughs) with the kids in Massachusetts. Yes. I sent them a... I send them, like, coloring books and, like, fun things. Yeah, you send them gifts. But I also sent the older child, because um, farts are very funny to me, and farts were very funny to little Timmy up there. Yeah. And so I sent them a fart machine. I don't think... <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. I'll cut that. Never mind. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle is never going to forgive you for that. No. So... Dr. Dad Doolittle. Yeah. Hit, he thinks it's funny, too, because yeah. he's a dude. And <laughs> he sent this video of the little boy, mm-hmm. the baby, who's yep. like two and a half now, so he's not a baby. Right. Laughing so hard because he's controlling it. Yeah, and, and he's, he's just in like... big brother's pants. Right. And he was laughing so hard he threw up. And it was <laughs> epic. <laughs> like, it was the cute. I think baby like belly laughs are so cute. It was. Mm-hmm. And I think next year a drum set is on the list. Yeah. Well, I said I was going to get a um, drum set and then I didn't. And she yeah. was like, thank you. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. All right. Next. Okay. Farts, dogs, cats. Here we the go. The whole shebang. Okay. So we're staying in Charleston. Okay. And this is the, you've heard of this before, but mm-hmm. you had not heard the story, the Unitarian Church Oh yeah, in Charleston. Yep. Um, so the construction of the church began in 1772, mm-hmm. which made it one of the oldest Unitarian churches in the South. Yep. 
which also, of course, means that it is the home to one of the oldest graveyards in the South. Yes. So, she old. It's creepy looking. Like, even in the daytime, it's, yeah. like, got a very eerie, kind of spooky feeling to it. Um, so, there's a lot of ghosts. There's a lot, you know, I think any graveyard cemetery has the orbs, has the misty figures and things. Yep. Um, but there is, of course... A lady in white. Yeah. But this lady in white was a little bit different. It has more of a story than I think most lady in whites have. Okay. That we've talked Ladies about. Ladies in white. Ladies yeah. in white. <laughs> How do yeah. I say that? Um, so I'm going to tell her story okay. of who they think um, this, this lady in white is that frequents the cemetery okay. often. Okay. Um, so... There was a young uh, woman, and her name was Anna Ravenel, and I could not find if she was related. I'm assuming a far dependent de- descendant, descendant, <laughs> dependent. Unless she was on his insurance, I don't know. <laughs> descendant of the Ravenels. The Ravenels in Charleston are, of course, very family. prominent and well known. The big bridge is the Ravenel Bridge. And if you've seen Southern Charm, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched Southern I Charm. I can't. I cannot bring myself to watch that show. <laughs> My best friend Dennis loves it. I know. Everyone that's not from Charleston <laughs> is obsessed. It. Yeah. Um, but I could not find if she was related, but I'm assuming she is in some way. Is somewhat related to the Ravenels here. Yeah. Um, so her name was Anna Ravenel, and she met and fell in love with a soldier that was stationed at Fort Moultrie, which mm-hmm. is very close by. Um, and his name was Edward Allen. Okay. Um, well, Anna's dad hated him. Like, Okay. Was not not a not fan. Not a fan. Okay. Did not like him. Um, she, as any young woman would do, didn't care and snuck out and, you know, they fell in love and, like, they were just always going to be together. But dad was like, hell no. Teenagers been doing dumb shit forever. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, so... Edward got relocated to Baltimore. Okay. Um, he was in the Army. Okay. and Or military. I don't know that it was Army necessarily. Yeah, I remember. But um, military, either way. And got relocated to Baltimore, but, like, they still just always wanted to, you know, be together. Well, unfortunately, Anna passed away. Okay. Uh, pretty young. Mm-hmm. So Edward comes down, and he tries to go to the funeral, and her dad is like, nay, nay, nope. Mm. Like, you can't come. Like, you're not, yeah. Oh, it gets more sad. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. Um, So apparently, I couldn't find how she died, but the dad always believed that he was responsible for her death, like just kind of being out of control and, you know, disobeying her dad, you know? Yeah. Um, So... This is pretty sad, but the dad actually had six graves dug in the cemetery. That's a bit extra. And obviously buried her in one. Yeah. And then just filled in the rest. Okay. And didn't put a tombstone on any of them. So Mm. he would never know where she was buried. So he couldn't mourn at her gravesite. Oh. Yeah. That's rude. It a little bit is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Edward tries to kind of move on and gets accepted into West Point, but very quickly got kicked out um, for his excessive use of drugs and alcohol. And he was kind of just a douche. Spiraling. Yeah. Yeah. And just wasn't a really nice person. Um, And he ended up dying pretty young as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of their story. Okay. But Edward Allen was a writer. Mm Mm-hmm. And a poet. Okay. Okay. 
most, not most, but a lot of um, writers or poets have pen names. Yes. Right? Yep. Do you want to know what his pen name was? You know. <laughs> I know now, but I didn't know before um, you did, told me the story. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, hey. So this is, and so Edgar Allan Poe actually has a lot of ties to Charleston. Yes. More specifically, Sullivan's Island, which is right down the road from us. So yes. we've talked about Poe's Tavern. Tavern before, which is a delicious place to yes. eat and drink. And Time it's been on all Many kinds lists. of like food yeah. travel channels and things. Um, but he does have a lot of ties to Charleston. And you knew this poem, mm-hmm. and it was actually his last poem that he ever wrote was called Annabelle Lee. Yes. And if you read the poem of Annabelle Lee, it tells their love story. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, but Anna is buried at the Unitarian Cemetery, and there's a lady in white, and a lot of people believe that it's her waiting to get married to Aww. Edward. That's sad. Or Edgar. That's interesting. And I, you know, I knew obviously too, he had ties to Charleston, but I, I really didn't know that was him until you mentioned it at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. I was like reading and as I was reading, I was like, something is seeming weird. And then it right. was like, oh, Boom. Edgar Allan Poe. And I was like, interesting. It is interesting. And have you been to the Unitarian I'm Cemetery? I'm not. Mm-mm. We'll have to go because it's off of King Street downtown. Okay. And it's kind of interesting because you're like walking down King Street and then there's this just like random iron like fence or gate. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you open it, you're in the cemetery. Like it's oh, kind of yeah. interesting to go from the street to the cemetery so quickly. Yeah. So we'll have to go see it. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Pictures look pretty, but creepy. Yeah. Very yeah. creepy. As, as most cemeteries do. Yeah. They do give you the creeps. They do. We went and got our haircuts on Friday. And if you watched our Instagram story, you know that we had to take our little. Got to take a stroll. Mosey through St. Phillips Church. Yeah. And graveyard. Are you really in Charleston if you're not moseying through a cemetery? Well, if you're anywhere in Charleston, you're technically you're walking through a cemetery. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's very true. <laughs> very, very true. Yes. Well, well, that's it. That's the story of the Lady in White at the Unitarian Church in that's Charleston. That's a good one. Thank you. I liked that. Thank you. All right. Well, you ready for my last I'm one? I'm ready. So we're going back to Texas for this one. Okay. And we're going to be talking about Demon's Road. Ooh. And this is in Huntsville, Texas. Okay. So it's located on Bowden Road in Huntsville, and it's located uh, close to a place called Martha's Chapel, or it's also called Robinson Settlement. Um, it is a chapel, it's a church, and it also has a cemetery, and it's thought uh, Martha's Chapel is named for the first person that was buried there, and her name was Martha Palmer. Okay. It, now, this place does have a, a lot of dark um, kind of ties to the area. Um, the area was thought to be a meeting place for the KKK. Okay. So we already have a lot of negativity and a lot of negative energy coming in. Yep. Um, And so it's kind of not one specific place, but, you know, the location, that area, that road, the chapel, the cemetery is all very, very haunted. Well, it's called Demon... Demon's Road. Road. So <laughs> I had a feeling we Ain't were going to have some, I can tell you that. some darkness coming in. Okay. So a couple things. Um, if you're driving on this road and you happen to stop your car, it's likely you'll feel your car rocking mm-hmm. by itself, or you will see handprints materialize on the hood. I don't like that. Well, then you're really not going to like this. Oh, God. People report seeing a toddler on a tricycle who rides along the road. Nope. He either vanishes when you see him, or he turns and stares at you with bright red eyes before vanishing. As I'll say it before, kids, a little demon toddler, or little toddler is rarely a little toddler. Demon. (laughs) Demon. Maybe this is the demon for Demon's Road that you're talking about. I think it might be. Oh, that's That's, terrifying. uh Uh-uh. 
Kids mm-mm, scare me to begin mm-mm. with, let alone when riding down the road on a tricycle. Yeah. All I can think is Red Rob. Yeah. Red Rob. What yeah. was his name? Timmy? I think so. I, Little Timmy, do you want to come out to play? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that was it. Yeah, I think that it's... I've, oh, God, no, I'm going to have to look up his name. I know. Danny. 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 Danny, Danny isn't here, Mrs. Torres. <laughs> that one. Yes, there you go. Yeah. I love Stephen King. I do, too. I should get... I want to start reading again. Yeah. You listen to the audiobook for... Was that Green Mile? It was the Green Mile, yeah. I listened, and if you know the Green Mile, even if you watch the movie, mm-hmm. if you read the book, it is huge. It's so long. And I, I mean, I'm from Maine. Yeah. So is Stephen King. I met Stephen King. Yeah. scooped his ice cream. Everybody knows that. Yep. But I listened to that book in two days, maybe. It didn't take you long at all. I just love him. He is a treasure. Okay, continue. <laughs> Um, so we've talked about the demonic toddler. Yep. Uh, a woman reported seeing a man when she was walking through the cemetery and claimed to be following her. So she left and she went back to her house and she later claimed she saw the man watching her through like a window, but he was like transparent when she was showering. So they call him the peeping Tom. Yeah. Gross. Um, here's the wildest story that comes from here in 2001. A man named Bob decided he was going to go check out these ghosts for himself. So he took him and his buddy. They drove to the cemetery and they parked and his friend was sleeping when they got there. So Bob just left his friend in the car, gets out, goes walking through the cemetery. He gets on top of a grave and he claims that the ground started shaking Mm -mm. and like a la Carrie style, a hand shot up and grabbed him. Oh, and started yanking him and, like, clawing at him. And, of course, you know, Bob, my guess, has soiled his britches at this point <laughs> And is kicking and screaming for his friend to come help him. Yeah. His friend sh- rolls up and starts, like, beating this hand, trying to get it off of him. Yeah. And basically tells him, like, you go. Like, I'll hold it off. And so Bob is gone. You don't have to tell yeah. me twice. <laughs> Bob gets back to the car to find his friend still asleep <gasps> in the passenger seat. Shut up. Oh, it gets better. Or worse. He turns on the car and, you know, gets the hell out of there. His friend slumps over onto his lap, who had apparently had had a heart attack while driving to the cemetery. So he wasn't sleeping. He was dead. What? Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Mm-hmm. And came and helped him. Yeah. Like, oh, snap. What? what the fuck happened there? <laughs> so that's like the most wild account I read. Wow. But there's one more. <laughs> because it's not a full-blown haunting without a cryptid. Nice. There is a cryptid that is thought to frequent Demon's Road. It's thought to be look human-like, mm-hmm. but it walks on all fours, which I'm like, okay, that's creepy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thought to have white lizard skin and a mouth full of teeth. And when people see it, it go. They tend to go crazy for a short amount of time. Ooh. I think you had a comment. I did, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I have a feeling, and I don't think that's an appropriate <laughs> comment to say either. Continue. <laughs> I will refrain. <laughs> um, so many think the cryptid is thought to be a Wendigo or a Skinwalker. <laughs> I'm funny sometimes. You are funny, and I know exactly what you were about to say. <laughs> And I think I'd have to censor it if you said that. <laughs> um, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. What's interesting to me when they say Wendigo or Skinwalker is Texas, to my knowledge, is not the usual area for those cryptids. Remind me what a Skinwalker is? 
Um, it's uh, I think a character in Native American folklore. That's right. That's it right. can assume it can like become people. Um, but it's very much tied to, I believe, Native American land. And a lot of that's like out in Utah or yeah. in the Southwest. Wendigos are more part of the Pacific Northwest okay. folklore. So like Texas is an odd place for either of those things. Okay. But whatever the fuck that thing is, it'll make you go crazy if Yikes. you see it. It'll make Scary. me go crazy too. I know. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love a good cryptid. I do too. Yeah. We could do another cryptid episode as we well. Could. We could. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to be steering clear of Bowdoin Road in, uh, in Huntsville. <laughs> <laughs> Demon's Road? No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Well, good. So that was mine. That was good. That was a really good one. I yeah. liked the one with the cemetery in the hand. And, mm-hmm. Ooh. It's creepy. Yep. Yeah. No me gusta. <laughs> no me gusta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this has been a pretty packed episode. It was. It was packed of lots of ghosts and creepy things. Yeah, Absolutely. And it's perfect. We're right on time. Yeah. All right. I gotta go cook. You do have to go cook, so let's... I cook and I clean. <laughs> Let me show you how I got this ring. <laughs> Through love and support and hard work in our relationship. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and if you want to hear the rest of that song, go listen to it. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to close us up and get... Um, come visit up? me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Girlfriends Podcast. Mm-hmm. Had a couple likes this week, so yeah. And um, excuse me, I've been running a little bit short on animal pictures. I feel mm. like y'all come in hot, and then we've fizzled. I'll. It's been the holidays, so fair, fair But there's no excuses now. Thank so keep you. Keep sending them in. Yes. Yes. Um, remember, you can also find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. I think you said we had like 600-something followers. Yeah, yesterday was 629. So that's wild. A. Yeah, that's It's good. okay that I have like 100 and something on Facebook, but <laughs> A. To be fair, the Insta was the first one that went up. So. It's true. I feel like Facebook's kind of like fizzling out anyway. Like, I don't really get on Facebook a whole lot anymore. Yeah. It's more Instagram. Yeah. So it's fine, but okay. And I was thinking about Insta the other day too. Um, and if like y'all ever want us to do maybe like a live or like a Q&A or something fun on Instagram, let us know. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Um, let's see. You can also find us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. And if you want to send us a listener story or just email us, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and our merch. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you can buy stuff too. <laughs> and you remember this one better than I do. It is she set this Ghoul up. Friends Pod. That's right. At no. Ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you do buy something, please tag us on Instagram or Facebook with mm-hmm. you wearing it and we'll share it because yep. a lot of good stuff out there. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. Yep. All right. Any final words? Um, nope. All right. Well, I think the advice for the week is if you see a demonic toddler riding a tricycle, you need to turn your car around and go the other way. Run. Run. (laughs) All right. For now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your girlfriends. Run. (laughs) 